I mean, do you feel like scatting? What do you want to do? I'm at Lowe's. I have this PVC pipe and I'm going to fart in it. And if she says they're nice and big, I say, good, you're going to be a great influencer. <laughs> I love, and someone's going to take this audio out of context and make me seem like a person. Here we go. I love quitters never give up. Go ahead. Repping for all of quitters never give up. Check off Christopher. Check off Jen Pastorini. Check off Lindsay. Check off Hello, Drew. Oh, the great Ed Wynn, ladies and gentlemen. I love him so much. Because I said quitters never give up, and he said, that's all they do. Amazing. Terrible. Amazing. So awful. I can't so believe great. It. Really? Hola, party people. It is Quitters Never Give Up, episode 125. How's everybody doing? <laughs> <laughs> you sound the least enthusiastic to be alive. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm glad to be alive. I'm glad to be here. I'm glad to be doing things. But it was a lot. Woke up at 6 in the morning to do a yard sale for the Girl Scouts. Let's say hello to all the quitters. Let's go ahead and say hello to Edwin. Okay, uh, you know, Ed's gone. Ed and the Python and, and his girlfriend are gone. What's up, Edwin? Hello. I can assure you my Python is fine. Let's <laughs> <laughs> say hello to Jennifer. I see that Jennifer has a visor in her WhatsApp profile photo. Yes, and it's not your average visor that you see on a tennis court. It feels more like a visor that you wear for fashion, like a straw visor. She does look very good. Very good. Yeah. Hey, Jen. Hello, party people. Let's say hello to Lindsay. You can't pull Lindsay away from an open bar. Hi, Lindsay. Hello. <laughs> and I'm Christopher. It is okay for you to eat a donut. It is not okay for you to eat the entire box of donuts. Unless they're raspberry filled. Raspberries are fruit. Fruit is good for you. Go ahead and eat all those. My name is Coach Chris. This is expert advice from a fitness professional. That's right. Fitness professional. All right. Here's the theme to the flashback with no introduction. Hello and welcome to a very special flashback. Because I'm going to introduce you now. Flashback. And now... Let's have a look at this. Just play the intro. Every time we're out in public, people come up to me and they say, Kevin, Bean, how do you do those investigative reports? They're so information. Call more they, foreign countries. They're so, they're so, they're so, they're so information. <laughs> Call more foreign Every countries. Every strong. <laughs> Does Eli Manning approach you outside? Call that more here? foreign countries. They Our, our listen, fans listen, demand that. God damn it. They demand that. These what? are always horrible, pointless exercises right. in radio tedium. Right, let me, this is what this is. Let me explain to you what this no, story is. Let me is. explain to you and <laughs> what this is. And then you tell us how we can do anything except call Chile. Okay. The teens call their public orgies Panseo. On a typical Friday afternoon in the Chilean capital of Santiago, hundreds gather in an urban park for a few hours of sexual experimentation. Yay! When the party is over, no contact information is exchanged. They just go, they have sex in public at the park, they have a huge orgy, and then they leave. And this is becoming more commonplace in Chile. I'm all for that. Okay, Don't get me wrong. I never have How any do... problem with any of the stories that spur you down this wrong-headed path. How do we the not make this call? The stories are always interesting. Right. 
However, your version of what you call investigative journalism <laughs> usually involves calling a 7-Eleven or a guy who works the counter at the Holiday Inn in Santiago and says, do you know about <laughs> the sexy teens who are having the orgies? <laughs> do, sir, the orgies, do you know about them? How dare you. Click. Mm, that's <laughs> usually how, how the investigative journalism goes. I believe it was the last time we tried this. We got somebody who knew the story, talked to us. Remember that? We yes. did. That was right. a first in the history okay, of the so Kevin and In the show. last, now we're going in the the last one, we've, we're, we're 100%. So, <laughs> yeah. Okay? So you're a guy who gets up to bat a thousand times. Yes, but I just did a home run. How dare you? And the rest of the time, you, you struck out. You sure. didn't even get a piece of the ball. That's you correct. just three... <laughs> Right. Let's call Santiago <laughs> Chile and find out more information about the pun sale because it sounds like fun. One 15-year-old girl with pink hair and a pierced chin, Ralph, named Natalia, says, it's all about having fun. This time in the park, I had seven partners. That's what's going on with the youth Look, in Chile. I'm all for the swinger lifestyle. I'm okay. just not for you calling Chile and being bad. That's wait, wait. what I'm not for. Mike has now pushed 75 numbers. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. And nothing has happened. <laughs> I don't know where he's calling. Don't even turn on the technical aspects of this failure that happens every time. You don't understand. <laughs> if you'd like to make a phone call. We're going to get it. We're dialing it now. Here we go. There we go. Okay. Santiago, Chile now. Here we go. Hi, do you speak English? Do you speak Do you speak English, ma'am? That's what I'm talking about. Oh, come on. That wasn't our fault, though, Ralph. We made about. the call. That's not our fault. It is your fault because you made the right, call. That was the grand height. You not see the cause and effect. That was the grand height. Let's try the Ritz Carlton. Why would someone at a hotel hang up when you say, "Do you speak English?" If I wanted to make reservations there, that's a perfectly natural question. Thank Maybe you, Lisa. Maybe she doesn't speak English, and she can't understand what you're asking no her. No one in that hotel. Come on. Every time this happens, it's the goddamn same result, <laughs> not, Lisa. Not last time. How is it there? How is it the people's time. fault in the country? <laughs> Not last time Do is what you I'm saying. Okay, say, <laughs> Who could predict that? Say, habla inglés. Oh, good. Good. Habla inglés. <laughs> Banco Popular. How are you backing their play on this one? Well, How are they you standing by them? They have. It worked once out of a thousand times. <laughs> but it was the, the last time, so now we're yes, on a roll. Exactly. We're hot, Ralph. You don't understand. You don't walk away from a hot table, it was okay? the only time. It Hello? wasn't the last time. Hello? 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 Hola. Is this Chile? <laughs> Is this the country of Chile? I hear someone. I hear it. Yeah, there's definitely something going on. Shut up, Ralph. Hello? This... Hold on. <laughs> That's some pretty good hold okay, music. We're on hold. Good. That's something. No, we're not on hold. We're inside a music box. <laughs> <laughs> but someone was there. Hello? Hola? Hello? Mike, Man. did you dial one of the numbers that they, they yes. vetted before the bit? Okay. Hello? I don't know Please why speak to us, sir. Hola. <laughs> <laughs> Ralph is going to quit the show unless somebody says hello. Someone's there, though. You guys they can hear yeah. I may go with them. All right. Dial it again. Listen, this yeah. is not working. By all means. Try it one more time. Take another uh, seven minutes of dialing. <laughs> right, this is the last time. ballerina on top of a music box. <laughs> this is the last time, weird. Ralph. They're having orgies in the park, Ralph. That's the part you're missing. I get okay. the story. So let's call and find out more. 
You are truly the abused spouse who does not leave the house after being beaten with an inch of How dare you? This time he won't come home drunk and will love me. That's what you're the wife saying. Last time was so much magic. Last time was the only time it ever worked. But it's like saying you never win in Vegas right after you hit a jackpot. You can't convince somebody of that right after they win. You know what I mean? Yes, I understand. Thank you, Lisa. I'm glad we're doing this. Mike looks like he's putting it on hold. Here we go. Let's try it one more time. (laughs) (laughs) What are you dialing, Mike? Hang on. Trying the Ritz Carlton, Santiago. Okay. Hello. Hello. You speak English, sir. Yes, I do. Yes, it's Kevin and Bean. We're calling from K Rock in Los Angeles. How are you? Awesome hearing you guys. Awesome what? hearing us, guys. What do you mean? So not Spanish. Oh, because I always hear you guys on the on the web on your webcast. You don't. Yeah, every morning. What are the chances of this? <laughs> are you kidding? This is a setup. It is. <laughs> hey, uh... no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> it's all Mexico. Here's what's funny. No, no, no. Here's what I want to tell you guys. is funny. This guy Victor Lobos sent us an email saying, "Hey, I live in Chile, and I listen to the show, and I can find out about the, the story." So we set him up. So this was a setup from the beginning, and it took us 15 minutes to get a hold of him. couldn't get through. First, the woman hung up on us. Then we had hold music. Then there was someone there we couldn't hear who it was. And it was a setup ahead of time. You guys blow. That's how good we are. But now. All right, listen. We're almost out of time. Victor, tell us <laughs> yeah. about the pun- tell us about the Ponceo. We read about it in Newsweek this week. Apparently very popular in your city, in your country. Uh, Teenage Georgie's in the park. What's going on, dude? There's this thing going about uh, teenage uh, tribes going on. Tribes? Uh, yeah, so like gangs? Like, uh, urban tribes, they call it. Okay. Themselves. And some of them are called Pokemons. Pokemons? Pokemons put the poke in yeah. Pokemons. I got that. All right. <laughs> no. And they got all this look, you know, with their hairstyles and uh, clothes. And, well, they're going nuts. Wait a minute. They have hairstyles and clothes? <laughs> are you saying that they try to dress up like Pokemon? Uh, no, not oh. like. Exactly like the Pokemon. They're more like more like a emo, of like a gothic or emo. Goth. Thing. Okay. Yeah. Oh, but how are they having sex in public? That must be against the law in your country. Uh, oh, it is. But uh, some crazy things are going on. Like right in front of my office, uh, we always watch a couple of lesbian schoolgirls uh, go at it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, come on! Come on. You're, yeah. you're just saying that. I'm, you're, I'm not. I'm I need not, to move I'm to Santiago. Kidding. You sit on a throne of lies. That You would not even be answering the phone if that was one on in front of your window, Victor. Uh, I'll send you some pictures, man. Okay, Victor, first we need pictures. Then we need you to approach them and get us their phone numbers. Uh, I'm not sure they'll speak English, but I'll, I'll try to translate. Uh, well, don't, don't stop, Kevin. Don't worry about that. Don't worry we, about it. We can get right through any kind of language barrier. <laughs> Look, I believed that the story was true because I don't think Newsweek would print something crazy like this if it weren't true. This didn't come out of the Inquirer. It's Newsweek. But you're telling me that you've you've seen with your own eyes, you've seen these kids doing this, Victor? Um, yeah, not actual sex, but uh, pretty much very Make, close to it. Making out everything else. Wow. How about yeah. that? And, and what are the adults saying? What are the parents saying in, in Santiago? I mean, are they trying to stop it, or is it they just shrug their shoulders and go, well, there's nothing you can do. They're just kids. Uh, I think it's, that's just the way that things are going right now. They, they have their own parties, like, and they're during the daytime, actually. During the Fantastic. daytime? When the parents yeah. are at work. Wow. That's great. i got to move to Chile. <laughs> you guys, guys got to come down here. we got a lot of wine and a lot of uh, 
Women? Countryside to go watch. <laughs> we, we, hey, wine Victor. and countryside. That's what Kevin and Bean are all about. They love their wine We were hoping the second one would be some uh, woman, females, girls, something like that. But. All right, Victor, before we hang up, how did yeah. you happen to end up listening to the Kevin and Bean Show on krock.com? Why do you even know about us? About seven years ago, I was trying to look for a radio that uh, had rock music on. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how we got to it. And everybody here at the at the uh, at the firm listens to you guys in the morning because here with the time change, we we start listening to you guys around eight o'clock in the morning. So it's pretty good. Nice, wow, beautiful. All right. Well, listen, you're awesome to talk to us. You hang on. We're going to put you uh, on with our producer Alex and see if we can send you some T-shirts or something. All right. Awesome. And speak to the super whore. <laughs> All right, he Victor. Have, have a great day, sir. Thank you. Okay. Bye. Bye. Two for two, Ralph. We'll take your apology now. Oh, I didn't we'll know. Take your I didn't know we'll it take was your a setup. Sorry, Kevin and Bean. I was wrong. No. How, how, how well did the first call call at the uh, the hotel? How well did that go? It was a rough. That's standard start. operational procedure. Just because a, just because a team comes out in the first quarter and plays poorly doesn't mean they don't have time to bring it back around. You cannot shoot free throws. That's your problem. <laughs> Not exactly a Ralph rant, but kind of. <laughs> <laughs> Angry Ralph, yeah. All right, let's get an update on Bean's podcast. People in this world are so unbelievably creative. It just flows out of them. There's no way they could even try to hold it back if they wanted to. Right. And so they need multiple outlets. I mean, you can't just do a radio show, for example. Mm-hmm. You're, say, say you're Bean. Right. And you're multi-talented, and you just—it's got the, your creativity is coming out of every pore. You can't fit it all into the four or five hours you do on on live radio. Exactly. So what do you do? You start a blog. Sure. And that got, way, you can, you're a writer as well. You can pour all that creativity into that particular item. Right. Well, then he stopped the blog. So where do you think all that creativity has to go now? It's all been backed up. Interpretive dance. <laughs> <laughs> Starting his own modern dance company. <laughs> a podcast, Ralph. A podcast. Well, doesn't he do pretty much that every day of his life, five hours a day? But that's not enough. That's a broadcast, Ralph. That's very different. Because he's got a lot to say There's about a broadcast stuff. and a podcast. They're very different. Yes. yes. How so? That Bean difference. brought this up, I think, yesterday. And I don't. are you talking about a video podcast or just an audio podcast? Uh, no, certainly no video. No one wants to see that, clearly. that No. So just audio. Yeah, just audio. It's you talking. Could be. I, I haven't. The only the other yeah. options: you rapping, you humming, you whistling. The only difference between that and this is you and me, Ralph. Oh, Lisa. I see. So. <laughs> you cut out all the entertaining stuff, and you just put Bean. We're way in the way of this. I see. What but is guys, it? That, okay, what? But I want to get back to the beginning of the "Hey, maybe I should do a podcast" thought process. Where did guys, that come from? Because not everything that any of us are interested in or any of us are, are uh, want to do can be accomplished on this show. This right. show has a has a certain uh, right. a certain audience that uh, has come to expect a certain level of entertainment, and not everything <laughs> so we want to do is going to less. That. People want less entertainment. <laughs> <than> go to <laughs> the podcast. Then. I think there are too many laughs on this show. I think there needs to be a light version with fewer laughs. Is you what I'm saying. People enjoy this show too much. Cut the comedy like to back. Cut back a little bit and have something less entertaining they can go but seriously there had to be like some something something that you were thinking about or doing that you thought i need to do and i maybe i should start my blog oh no i'll do a podcast i need an outlet for this there had to be an item 
All right, let me let me say this. I, I think that, uh, and and maybe a lot of people don't realize this, but we really are living in a golden age of information. I mean, the, I, I think it's a it's so fantastic, it's so exhilarating, it's so empowering that we now live in an age where anybody can be a self published author, thanks to the beauty of the internet and thanks to things like blogs and websites, and anybody essentially can run a radio show now. I mean, it used to be. I think that's you used bad. to have to go. You used to have to go work for a radio station if you wanted to do something. That that people could hear if you wanted to play music or if you wanted to talk but here's the flip side you used to have to have talent and be able right. to prove yourself before people would take you seriously but I think that this democratic way is so much better. I'd rather live in a world where hundreds of thousands of people can do their own right. radio shows. And you get all of those different unique personalities and perspectives okay. rather than just whatever the man is forcing you to hear. So but it increases the crap factor a millionfold. By a million, yeah. Of course it does. But, I mean, let me, let me put it in, uh, in, uh, in other terms. A lot of people say, yeah, I have 300 channels on my TV, but I only watch 10 of them. But you know what? Maybe they're, maybe they're, if they hadn't invented cable, for instance, there wouldn't be a, an HBO and there wouldn't be an A&E and there wouldn't be some of these other networks different. that now have. And you but now, but, no, it's it really different because, because it's, it's professional broadcasting regardless of whatever niche it may be filling. It's, it's not 10 good channels and then 300 cable access channels where you see some fat chick in a wheelchair dancing and playing tambourine no, and a black they, minister telling you go. Oh, F yourself, the devil lives in my house. Right, right. but there used to be a time where there were only three television channels, and now, thank God, we live in a right. universe that has so many more, and some of them have good shows, and some of them are crappy channels that none of us ever watch. But watched. you're ignoring but, the... I'm glad that they're there. My original question, though, is there had to be an item that you thought warranted starting or doing a podcast. You just something you couldn't keep yourself. You said, this would be perfect for a podcast so I could get this out. Well, what was it? When was the last time we played Wreck of the Ed Fitzgerald on this show comes to mind uh, uh, immediately? See, that's I mean, what it's going to be. It's going to be clearly. Pluto, Post Office, 7-Eleven, and Edmund Fitzgerald, 24 hours. Nick and Santa Ana, good morning. Good morning, guys. Kevin, I'm sorry for the threat last week. I'm going to do nephew. I've calmed down a little. All right, good. Go ahead. Uh, why would you guys even think about trying to deter Bean from this? The blog, that was some of the best stuff. All we're going to get from this is glorious soundbite after glorious soundbite <laughs> of Bean's Infinite wisdom. And by infinite wisdom, you mean? Crap. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he's got a point there. There will be endless moments with Bean coming off the podcast. That's for so sure. you're going to say use it against me is what you're saying, Nick. Well, yeah, kind of. So this is what, let me just see if I can recreate the podcast for you. This is what it's going to sound like. Hey, everybody, this is Bean, and here's my favorite song. Right there, almost makes your foot loose. <laughs> but, let me, That's let me what put the podcast in, is going to be. Let me put it in uh, in a different terms. Then, Kevin, I'll address this to you. For right. instance, I mean, not everything that you want to do in broadcasting, you can do on this radio right. show too. I mean, for instance, in a couple of weeks, you're going to be doing announcing for the Grammys, right? Now, why do you do that? You don't need to do that. You've got a five-hour radio show. You can talk about any of those yeah, bands that's you a, want. Yeah, but that's a gig. That's not a it's, me. It's an announcing gig. It's not me. But, like, I mean, it's, but it's not. I mean, it, there's, there's no creativity even involved. No. I mean, it's just you reading well, the script, you there, know? There's my you, innate creativity. But you still, yeah, <laughs> we'll get some language. Last, <laughs> we'll get some last. Letter. But, I mean, that's still something that you want to do. Why? 
I don't know. I like the behind-the-scenes stuff, seeing what's going on behind the scenes and talking to the people backstage. And all and like I think that. it's sort of a cool status thing of being able to be part of such a major award ceremony. I can see why someone get a kick out of that. But, but, the, but, but, the but, but he's not going to get a podcast, being it's just start announcing random names on a podcast and, and post <laughs> it so people can download him saying, Queen Latifah. He's not going to do what, that. But what I'm saying, <laughs> but the, the comparison I'm trying to make is there's really very little that he's going to be doing there that he couldn't do just as much, just right, as but, much on this radio show. It's a same thing with a podcast. You know, you can't do everything that you want to do on the air at K-Rock. You do have, Bean, we have figured out. venue. Really. Be, we have figured out that Bean does, has no limits to his musical taste. I used to think that I was severely limited and Bean was way open-minded. I didn't realize that if it's on a CD, it's awesome. To be that's true. <laughs> no, that's there's, not true there's at all. There's just there's no taste barriers whatsoever. Nothing's bad. It's just all he just cast a white net. If it's on a sure. CD, he's got it and he loves her. Jump well. in the new soundtrack from the Disney Channel show. It's awesome. I play in the hey, car all the time. He gave up boxing to be a jump roper. Ralph, how can you not be on board for that? Come on. When is the I, first podcast coming out? I'm in now. I'm in. I don't know. I'm still I'm still thinking about it. I do think that uh, some of the ideas I've had are musical type ideas like you know like i love the bob dylan radio show for instance his theme time radio hour i think is a fantastic show i'd like to okay. do something like have that have you sometimes. ever listened to it yes oh you have great okay. it's great yeah mm. i'd love to do something like that you know i mean uh, there's just there, there's so much great stuff out there that it's fun to share with people that's all it is but i don't have a uh, a start date yet for the podcast i'll let you know ladies and gentlemen here's my favorite song that's where we're going to go. Yeah, let me tell you the history of this guy, yeah. where he was born, what he eats for breakfast, and what his wife did. Well, there'll definitely be some Bjork. You know that. I'm Bean, and that's Bjork. <laughs> I love to lick the icicles in the winter when the spring starts to thaw them. You're the only person on this planet that has your own radio show that you're responsible for four and a half hours a day, and yet you need to also do a podcast. I need more I, radio show. I bet I'm I willing need to, to talk bet. more. There are other people who do podcasts. I really would. Uh, you're going to be you're doing radio in an elevator. There's going to be two guys listening to you doing your podcast. So, but you know, there's enough for you because you just cannot keep it to yourself. You can't play your songs like in your house and go, oh, that's a pleasant song. I enjoy that. You must inflict it on other people or else See, you're not happy. Mean, that's, it's that's, not inflicting, Rob. It is. It's voluntary. Nobody is forced to listen you're to gonna a podcast. Say, you're going to say on this radio show, I heard on my podcast yesterday. <laughs> Yes, you will. Yes, he will. You're going to say that. And let me tell you what the rest of us do, Bean. The rest of us are into stupid, weird, lame stuff. And we enjoy it in the privacy of our own home. And that's it. It doesn't go anywhere. We don't force it on people. We don't I'm have to have a podcast. My stuff is so great, it has to be accessible for the world to hear it. Because <laughs> I'm Bean. Welcome well. to the Bean Podcast. Song for the podcast, baby. Bean Baxter, why are you doing this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys ever figure out um, when he actually did it? Well, there was um, in the archive something for 2009, and then 2017 is, I think, the podcast that I remember. Okay. Thanks for that podcast, Bean, I think is what it was called. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh. Wait, how wrong was Ralph on, on what entertainment's going to look like in the future? I know, right?
I mean, we're all listening to a bean podcast and then TikTok has like all that, you know, the fat lady sitting in her living room <laughs> that he was talking about all that weird right. stuff. So yeah, very wrong, Ralph. All righty. One last short one. Uh, yesterday we were talking, Lisa, you may have missed this because you had jury duty. Yes. That Bean is going to start podcasting. What? Bean's pod, Bean's pod, no one gives a f- pod, 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 pod. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. That's, that's going to be my theme song on my podcast. <laughs> Someone needs to call that in for personal minutia. <laughs> Ooh. Do it. Do it. <laughs> That's funny. <clears throat> and then I don't know if you guys caught it in one of them. They were talking about um, Evan doing the Grammys. Yeah. So we got a little bit of that coming up. And then I just listened today on an update on the drink boxing. So stay tuned to next week. Awesome. <laughs> All right. Is it my turn? Yep. What's the uh, what's the poop situation now? Nailed it. You get it, Edwin. You want her to promote your podcast. We got it. Say hello to happy goodbye to the blue janky podcast. We are unlocking every fear on this episode, aren't we? This is a nightmare. We really are. All right, let's get this uh, roundup started with the Frank and Friends show. This is the Frank and Friends show. Hi there, I'm Frank Murphy. I'm Sarah Roberto. What are you doing? <laughs> I just want to say my name funny today. All right. Well, Sarah I guess, Roberto. Sure, sure. So we remember uh, Sarah Roberto, and uh, she was a wackadoodle. She's a wackadoodle. But I brought that in because Sarah Roberto remind, reminded me of Pedro Guerrero. You remember that old bit? No? Oh, oh, shit. totally. They were obsessed with that for years, yeah. That was a Jimmy Kimmel thing. Jimmy Kimmel would talk about Pedro Guerrero, and he would he would change the way he said it to Pedro Guerrero. And well, that's they from the OJ it. call, remember? He Is called that because his girlfriend was out with Pedro Guerrero. That's where they got it from. <laughs> shit. Okay. That's, how, that's where Jimmy got it from, yeah. Lindsay, Lindsay was in preschool you don't remember when that, this Lindsay? was happening. Uh, no, I don't think I do. There was nothing on the archive. I wanted to bring in that drop. Oh, really? I couldn't wow. find anything. It's, it's, it's a 90s thing. I am, I, cause I think it was Jimmy Kimmel. Well, you said it's Jimmy Kimmel too. So we believe it's Jimmy no, but that's Kimmel. That's where so it came from. 90s. There was OJ calling the police because his girlfriend was with Pedro Guerrero doing drugs. Don't you remember that? Look up OJ and Pedro Guerrero. I bet you'll find it. Okay. All right, let's go over to uh, Ralph's injury report. And um, Eddie had a unique one this week. What's going on, Mr. P? I think I burned my tongue. Oh, for fuck's sake. Like right in the middle. Right in the middle? That's, yeah, that's, a, that's a hard place to I burn know, it. I know, it's weird. Unless you're putting a cigarette out in on your tongue. Well, it's not the tip of the tongue. That's that usually feels where fine. you burn it. And the sides feel fine. But like right in the middle of the tongue feels like it's been burned. Well, how do you just... I don't know how that just got burned. Well, I was doing my normal thing where I get like a shot of espresso and I throw a couple ice cubes in it and then I just shoot it. Right. Because that's because I hate to taste the coffee. 
I guess it missed the front of my tongue and just landed dead center. <laughs> Jesus still hot, still piping hot. Why don't you swirl yeah. the ice around a little bit? I, let it I was cool. impatient because I wanted the caffeine and I just, I didn't let the ice settle enough. <sighs> and then I, I burned my, so now my tongue is doing that thing where, you know, you get a burned tongue where yeah. it, just, it feels like it's burning. It feels, feels, yeah. That's you know, <laughs> when you burn something, it tends to it feels feel like, like it's burning. burning. Yeah, yeah, that's what it feels like right now. Oh, I'm just, sorry to hear that. Yeah. Can I, anything I can do for you? No, I just kind of want to scrape it on my teeth. Ooh. You know, scrape all the dead. Yeah, just get all tongue the dead, off of it. Dead tongue cells. Mm, I know what's uh, next munch and Monday is going to be. <laughs> it's it's so funny how Eddie never grew up in his taste buds at all. Um, can I throw out my theory? Go ahead. Okay, so dogs have 80% less taste buds than we have, but their snow, their smell is like 25 billion, I don't know. And so mm-hmm. dogs don't really taste anything. So I'm wondering if Eddie just has less taste buds than other people. So you're saying he's like half dog? Yeah. He's like part schnauzer? Yeah, yeah. yeah a little bit. Dog. Yeah, because I want to say too, I saw like some documentary on whatever I was watching. And I want to say they were um, ice cream tasters. Mm-hmm. And this lady was saying that, yeah, she had more taste buds than most people. So she could taste all these little nuances and things like that when they was, when she was doing her job. So it's just a theory. I'm not saying it's true. No, I'm no. just throwing it I, out there. It could be. I mean, he could, he could have burnt his tongue when he was a little kid and not be able to taste anything. Yeah, right? You know, just shooting coffee like that. <laughs> well, I, there are people that have like a, a more refined palate. Yeah. So they're like chefs and stuff, and so they taste differently than than Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go over to Kevin and Sluggo. Has anybody ever thought of going back to school? Edwin, you think you're taking a class again? I should. I'm getting kind of bored with my job. Well, When I win Kevin the lottery, and, I'm going back to school. Well, Kevin and Sluggo have a course that you might want to take. Irish University to offer degree in influencing. <laughs> so I thought we would talk to somebody on the Heineken Zero Zero hotline from that college. Oh, okay. Hello, who are we speaking with? Uh, hi, how are you there? Uh, Kevin, hi there. Hey, Slogo, I'm Seamus O'Hallahan. Seamus? I'm a professor there at the, at the college there. I. Well, I, I meant to say it sounds very exciting, and I'm very interested in the whole concept and process. You better goddamn believe it. You better <laughs> goddamn believe it's exciting. A lot of people making a lot of money doing that job. Well, that's true. Know? So we figured we'd teach kids how to do it even better. We're going to make Ireland the number one place in the world for social influencers and whatnot. So we can all tell that this is Psycho Mike, right? It's, it is. Yeah. So it's going to yeah. take some turns. We're going to go on an adventure. <laughs> this is a bit of a long clip. So uh, let's go. Oh, wow. So is okay. there a class named Selfies? No, no, but that is definitely something that we handle there in the, in the class. We talk about photography, basic photography and lighting and framing and all the aperture and whatnot and all those things. You know, basically every class here at the university ends up with whiskey drinking and punching people in the face. But that's neither <laughs> here nor there. We, we say, look, any gosh darn Irishman or Irish lady can make a good amount of money being an influencer. So why don't we teach you how to do it better? But... Just don't be ugly or fat. <laughs> Those are kind of the rules. Yeah, no one wants to see that, right? I mean, we can say that, right? We're just men talking. I mean, We're just men talking right now. I mean, we don't want to see some lady who's got a dirty, ugly face or some big heifer. 
You know, you want to see a nice felt uh, Wow. Body. I mean, I don't think you want a fat guy either. No, no, I don't want me fat okay. guys either. You know, I, they're, they're fun at the pub. You know, they talk about them. They say, hey, look at your big boobies. But, you know, they're, they're no good there on the uh, in the internet there with the OnlyFans and the, 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 the Instagram or whatnot. You know what I'm saying? Yes. You got to pardon me. I'm here at me goat farm. Is yeah, there, I was going to say. Uh, is there a goat with you? That's so weird. Oh, yes. I, I, got, I got my, this is my goat Bono, and then I got my goat Conor McGregor. And, uh, <laughs> Sinead right here. Oh, Sinead. Are they oh, influencers yeah. by any chance? Oh, you better believe it. They're only fans. They're making millions. Oh, they're all around the bump. Talking everybody about Hey, check out me, crotch. <laughs> Look at me out here. Pay me, pay me five pence. I'll show you me. <laughs> the other day, the other day, I tell you, Bono called me up. He said, hey, Seamus. I said, how are you, Bono? He said, I'll pay you $50. Let one of your goats in my face. And then you put it on video. Make a good, make a killing, won't you? And I said, you're goddamn right, Bono. Go sing a song. Have me go <laughs> in your head. I'm guessing Bono didn't call you. What? Wow, what, what makes you say that? Don't you know? I know you're out there in Los Angeles, aren't you? Yeah, we are. Oh, of course. So you're friends with all them Los Angeles people, Snoop Doggy Dog and sure. Fernando Valenzuela and sure. all those fellas <laughs> out there, right? Yeah. Well, here. Good friends. I hang out with all the... Liam Neeson just came over the other night. We had some potatoes and whiskey and I punched his wife right in the... Head. <laughs> okay. Seamus, how can we thank you? Oh, I do. Come over and suck me. <laughs> oh, Psycho Mike, how we miss you. And his goat. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> his Irish accent is just like mine, where it's just a little bit. It's spot on, huh? Yeah. Just a little bit of Irish. It's 99% English, 1% Irish. I like how he almost broke down. He almost broke broke, broke uh, out laughing in the middle of it. I thought he oh. was going to say his goat was named Omar. Because that was the, <laughs> the other running joke. Right? Well, it was Bono uh, and Sinead. Oh, man. And Conor McGregor. The three Irish people you can think of. Right. Exactly. <laughs> All right, uh, let's go to the most frustrating moment this week in the podcast. He's got tethered cord syndrome. And she's like, what the hell is that? Looked it up. He doesn't even play volleyball. That's not volleyball. No, it's kickball. What is the one? What's the one, the pole with the ball that you? Yeah. What's that it's one called? A handball. Nope. Uh, no? The, no? With the, and, the, and, you, and it goes around in a circle. Yeah, you're on the playground. And you got one person on each side. And you're both hitting on that ball and it's going around. What's that called? the fuck is that called? Excuse I don't know, but it has a language. tethered cord. That's, that's why I thought Hold of on. it, because it has a Hold tethered on. cord. Cord and ball on chain. Allie Google. These are necklaces that you're showing me. Nope. <laughs> um, uh, What's the game called hit, on the playground, Allie? I thought it was handball. Hit with hand. Hit with hand. Allie Google. It's like a volleyball, but you're hitting it around a pole, right? What's that called? Dodgeball? No, it's not dodgeball. Tetherball? Is it tetherball? Is it right They're there in the They're saying it's called tetherball? Tether it's called tetherball. It is called tetherball. Every listener was yelling tetherball in unison. Yep. <laughs> oh, man. That was, that was worth the price of admission. That was exactly what Ralph and, and uh, Kevin were talking about in the last clip. Just moments with Bean. Yep. Okay, so they did have Pina Colada Bean on the Crowdcast. 
And well, we don't play any bonus bonus stuff, so we'll just talk about it a little bit. I mean, it was pretty crazy. Uh, Donna brought him out this big old jug of pina coladas and just downed them all, just one after the other, and started doing rails of coke on everything. I just you know, when he when he started ringing the ball the bell with his penis, that just got really crazy for everybody. I just, I just had to leave. Anybody else catch it, Edwin? Uh, Christopher, I don't think any of that happened. No? <laughs> Omar, this is where you say, oh, Bean was all was in the studio the whole time. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, no, he, he, didn't, he didn't really get too drunk. He drank a little bit. I, I have a clip from the podcast, not from the crowdcast. So Donna brings in the pina colada as advertised. And it was in a, bucket. in a bucket. That's the yeah. It was sixty-four <laughs> ounces of pina colada. I it had to hold it with huge two hands, right? <laughs> and I made my way through most of it. Would you say I drank at least four yes. fifths of it during the course of our hour and a half broadcast? I felt it, Allie. Oh no, you kept saying I can feel this in my in yeah. my brain, and yeah, that's what happened. Because this was yeah. for me, this was an experiment because I am not a drinker at all, and I think that was probably the most alcohol I've ever had in my life, and I definitely wow. felt it. But I will tell you this: it was tasty. I enjoyed it. I didn't like it any better than anything I've had that doesn't have alcohol in it. Like the taste was not enough to make me think, oh, that's an essential ingredient to make a delicious drink. So I don't think I'm gonna be a drinker, is what I'm saying. My fear of okay. descending into alcoholism on that first sip, remember that's what I was worried about when we were planning right. this thing. Right. I don't think I have to worry about that because I don't think it's for me. It was not okay. a connection. So not a connection. So no more, no more being I love to ride on the drinking horse. No more being on the drinking horse. He was on a drinking pony. <laughs> I've always you know been fascinated this by this because Bean's on K-Rock, you know, the biggest rock station in the world, and he doesn't drink and he doesn't do drugs. Well, he said he drank like five times, and there's a lot of stuff I cut out of the whole segment, and he said he finished a beer with Bono. I'm I not sure if that was one of Psycho Mike's goats or the real one. But it was a Guinness. Okay, um, see, I would do that too. I don't like beer, but if I was with Bono and he said, "Hey, you got to have a pint with me," I'd do it. So that I understand. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I get it. It's like a Ali story about what she was with Willie Nelson, and she smoked a, a joint with Willie Nelson. Yeah. Well, yeah. Just gotta, well, yeah. when you hear about the stories of K Rock back in the day in the '80s and Richard Blade and all the parties and all this kind of stuff. Maybe, just maybe, uh, Bean is a little bit of the glue holding it together since he was sober and not, you know, doing all that kind of stuff. I don't know if Bean was the glue. I think he's not the glue, well, but just the sober one that wants to do his own podcast and talk about the Edmonds Fitzgerald. It's just interesting that the kind of person Bean is and to be in radio all these years like that, he's very different from the other DJs we've known and read about, yeah. especially in K-Rock. Yeah, yeah. But there was a story in the 90s when they shaved their heads where he said he, he drank. So I, I was trying to figure out if that was one of the times. But what I was thinking about is the time he wanted to do drunk history. Oh, so right. now that he knows he's not going to be a raging alcoholic, I say bonus episode. Allie and Bean do a drunk history. With yes. Bean. All right. Well, that's all I got for the podcast roundup. Allie, what did you think of this roundup? 
You lazy motherfucker. Yes, I know. It was a little bit short and stuck to the poop humor. But I'm sorry. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had a really, really rough week, so I couldn't get a lot of clips. So poop humor it was. Edwin. Are we up next? <laughs> Are we, I mean, me? Now the week that was. Press the button, my friend. Send me back into time. Edwin. No, Edwin. Oh, right. I'm sorry. One, two, three. It's a new day. Our feature presentation. Meet the club. 2012. What the f***? I'm not Justin Bieber, you mother Welcome to the week that was September 24 to 28, 2012. Now that was Billy Joel Armstrong from Green Day. And he was all set to do a show at K-Rock. So Kevin was excited. Excited. So excited. What? What's this about? What are you excited about? Green Day. Yes. Today's the day. We've been waiting. Giving away those tickets. Yeah. Um People probably took the day off so they could come over. Yeah. See the show. All right. Small space. All right. <laughs> yes. What the f***? You got to uh, maybe check the memo on Big that. Because little space. That may not be happening Very as excited. much as it's not happening. Into but what? We're excited too, but perhaps for another day, maybe not so much today. Day at three. I got the memo. Today at three. Yeah, you got to... Check the date on what? that. What? <laughs> yeah, you got to check the date. I, you may have to catch up on some paperwork there mm. a little bit. I'm not so. big on paperwork. Maybe I should... <laughs> that is true. Maybe I should glance. Let's just let it go. Yeah, good, good times. No. Couldn't have waited a couple extra days before the meltdown, Billy Joe. Come right? on. That was my Could, feeling. What's couldn't have worked K-Rock in first, right? Another. Yeah. I'm not sure people plan their breakdowns like that. <laughs> <laughs> would, have been, would have been considerate, though. Sure. Sure. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Well, party people, uh, welcome on in to yet another all-new Kevin and Bean show, this time for a Monday. Yes, Red Bull Sound Space at Green Day will be what Green Day is not happening today. So they had it all set up. They were giving tickets away, doing contests. And what happened was Billy Joel Armstrong was at a concert, and they cut his time. So I just got a little bit of the whole story. But this is how he kind of had a, a freak out about it. Give me a break. One minute left. One minute left. You're going to give me one minute? There's a look at that sign right there. One minute. Let me tell you something. I've been around since 1988. And you're going to give me one minute? You got to be kidding me. What the f***? I'm not Justin Bieber, you mother <laughs> You got me joking. Yeah. It's a joke. Yeah. yeah, after that, he checked himself into rehab. So canceled the uh, concert with Green Day at K-Rock. Oh, oh, wow. I'll have to look into the archives and see if they ever did reschedule. Because they said it wasn't a pure cancellation. They were just going to reschedule it. So let's go to something that's more fun than that. The great Tom Kenny came on the show. He's the voice of SpongeBob. Very funny guy. He's done stuff besides voices. 
But I, this was a thrill to me because I love SpongeBob, love animation. And he came into the studio and he was very funny. Very excited to welcome our friend Tom Kenny back to the Kevin and Bean Show. Hey, Tom, it's been a while. How are you, man? I'm doing great. You know, really, the reality is you say Tom Kenny and people go, who? <laughs> Not me, dude. You know what I say when I hear Tom Kenny? I say Lucha Vavoom. Oh, awesome. At cool. the Mayan Theater. Yes, I get around. I host Mexican wrestling shows. I went down there to the Mayan Theater. To see that uh, Mexican wrestling and Tom Kenny is the announcer, and he is great. Thanks, man. Yeah, I, I, I get around. So, uh, yeah, all kinds of all kinds of fun stuff happening. Amongst them, this uh, this uh, Brickleberry show that's uh, premiering on Comedy Central. Yeah, here's here's uh, my read on you, Tom. Is that you refuse to get a real job, so you have like thirty part time jobs, each of which you work at fifteen minutes a week. Uh, you know that is that is a very uh, that is a very dead on read. I'm like <laughs> I, I work so many horrible day jobs that I still you know I still wake up occasionally like screaming, thinking that I have to go sure. and put the pins back in the sweaters at the uh, right. in, in the men's department. <laughs> <laughs> have, have How do people try them on? You know, and they just throw them there, and they go, oh, I guess I got I got to put the pins back. In the shirts, <laughs> you've been uh, you've been the king of the cartoon voices for so long. Tell me, what was your what was your big break? What was the first thing that you did that where you uh, you realized, hey, this is the way to go? Well, you know, uh, funny because on October sixth, uh, on October sixth, uh, at, at a theater downtown, we're doing a kind of a retrospective of this show. Uh, it was an early Nicktoon called Rocco's Modern Life. Yeah. Oh, such a great show! Did you guys all watch it? Yeah. yeah. All right. No. And I even got a clip from the theme song because I love it so much. This was the one the B-52s did. So yes. listen to Fred Schneider being all Fred Schneider. That's just the intro to it. <laughs> Boy, I was thinking Fred Schneider had an easy day. He came into the studio. He said Rocco's Modern Life like three times, got his check, and went home. <laughs> There's probably an extended verse where he's like, green cherries, red dye number three. Yeah. Like Good for lucky, yeah. Did, so, did I ever tell you Liana's uncle's SpongeBob story? No, give, give. You know, he, he used to draw for Hanna-Barbera. He used to do a lot of animation. Um, they they offered him the, the job for SpongeBob at, when it was first starting, and he laughed at it. He's like, what's this piece of cheese? I don't want to draw this piece of cheese. Oh, wow. That's a oh, missed that's opportunity. <laughs> that reminds me, I know uh, Gwen Stefani's uncle used to be a pool man, and he was in my group. And yeah. when they were first starting out, they asked him, can you be our manager? And he's like, I don't know anything about music. Besides, I just got married. I got this good job at auto parts store. And he's like, no, Pass. <laughs> So he passed on the chance to be the manager for No Doubt. Damn. You never know. Take right. that chance, kids. Live your dreams. So now that since we're doing my, I'm calling this new segment Edwin's Animation Corner, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger released his autobiography in 2012. So Arnold, I'm doing the air quotes, you can't see that, came on to talk to Kevin and Bean and has something to do with animation. I was actually the original voice of Mickey Mouse. In the cartoon. Well, well, that's just dumb. That's not even possible. It absolutely is possible. Mickey Mouse was around before you were born. Yeah, but what if I traveled through time <laughs> and I showed up at Walt Disney's office and I said, uh, give me your mouse if you want to live. Let me hear your Mickey Mouse voice. 
I don't think it was you, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> well, it, it is you. the unbelievable you like story. <laughs> it is unbelievable, all right. I'd watch a cartoon with that voice. Come on, Ralph, bring that voice back. <laughs> you should do that on your show. That's to be the intro every day. I can't believe that's not a Family Guy character. Oh, totally, yeah. <laughs> Also, who came into the studio, they were going to have Green Day one day and then the Killers. This was um, Brandon Flowers and Ronnie Venucci Jr. came into studio for a couple segments because they had a new album coming out. He's a charming guy, and I call this Bean, Bean, Bean. So listen to what he does to this interview. New music from The Killers. Their album is called Battle Born. That is Runaways. We have Ronnie and Brandon from the band here with us on the Kevin and Beach on K-Rock right now. We're going to go to your calls in just a moment. Uh, Kevin told me I couldn't ask this question, but I'm going to anyway, Brandon. Uh, I'm going to Las Vegas this weekend, and I want to get a haircut. And your hair looks fantastic. You get great haircuts. Where do you go? Uh, I go in the Mandalay Bay. Okay. Do you really? Now he gets free I swear haircuts. there's a Paul Mitchell. There's a Paul <laughs> Mitchell salon in the Mandalay Bay. <laughs> And I go there done. So I done. get my haircut. What's it? Uh, what's it going to run me? What should I expect to pay out for that? I think it's sixty-eight bucks. <laughs> sixty-eight wow. bucks. More wow. than you, that's more than you spent your entire life on haircuts. Yeah, I don't know. I got about a twenty-dollar top uh, price no, here. No, I don't no. know. You asked the question on but the Bean, air. Now you have to. Do but it. a sixty-eight-dollar haircut on Bean is wasted. I you know, know, like Mandalay Bay, right. something to work with. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. All right. Well, that's good advice. Thank you. So being bringing up haircuts, his haircuts across America. Okay, now he's going to top himself as the interview goes on. Thank you for that. I will take you up on that. <laughs> Let's go back a ways. Let's get Mike on. He's on line three. He's got a question about the early killers. Hi, Mike. You're on. Go ahead. Good. Uh, first big performance where you guys didn't get paid and where? It's probably a K Rock show. <laughs> uh, Are you still bitter about no, that? No. Do we owe you money? <laughs> so we shouldn't count on seeing you at Acoustic Christmas ever again. That's what you're saying. I don't know. Uh, you know, San, San, you got to you know get in touch with Santa. That's a fantastic. That's a fantastic answer, though. Thank you very much for the question, Mike. Let's go to Matt. He's on line seven one eight hundred five two zero one zero six seven. If you want to talk to Ronnie and Brandon from the Flowers, hi Matt. Flowers. <laughs> Hey, I'm sorry, killers. Their name sorry, to the flowers. Sorry. You want to change your name to the flowers now? Killers. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Matt. Finally. Hey, uh, big fan. Um, I was wondering what country that you guys went to has like the biggest fan base that you guys were surprised about. Yeah, you showed up and they just went crazy, and you're like, "Whoa, what's happening here?" Peru. Peru for oh, me. That was crazy. It was yeah. Shocking. Yeah. Peru. They make you feel like the Beatles. Like people isn't running that, after your car and stuff. Really? Wow. Just, it, isn't that interesting? Now, do they listen to a, a, a ton of American rock music down there, or is it just something about your band that, uh, for whatever reason? We like to think it's just us. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good answer. <laughs> Always answer it that way. Hey, I have a question for you, Brandon. Um, you can't win the tickets. I'm just wondering I understand. Speaking of countries, I know you did that interview in uh, Sweden the other day that was controversial for reasons I won't go into, but I was intrigued by that television performance because one of the guys from ABBA was on the panel with you? Yeah. Bjorn Olves was on the panel? What, wh what was that like, talking to the dude from ABBA? Did you get a chance to meet him at all? Yeah, it was cool. It was strange because 
we were there and he ended, we ended up just talking about religion and then but we would go to commercial and he would be like I love human I just want you to know I love human <laughs> <laughs> and then and then we cut back on and it's all serious again and so but I took that as a great compliment he's one of the great pop writers of all time he absolutely is, and I was so fascinated to see that because they very rarely, I think, do interviews anymore. They certainly don't need to. I mean, they're a band that has a billion dollars on the table for them to reuni reunite for a brief tour, and they won't even uh, entertain the idea. It was I'm just big, fascinated yeah. with those guys. Yeah, it was a big deal, I guess, for him to be doing that interview. It starts off with haircut talk, segues into ABBA talk. How happy was he that day? <laughs> and you heard that moment with, let's replay it. And now, a moment with Bean. 1-800-520-1067 if you want to talk to Ronnie and Brandon from The Flowers. Hi, Matt. Flowers. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, killers. Sorry. The flowers. Sorry. <laughs> that was a moment with Bean. I love The see, Flowers. Because it's The Killers. And, and they is... sure appreciated that. Oh, they <laughs> thought it was funny. They thought it was funny. If you're a Killers fan, that was uh, September 25th <laughs> of 2012. They were on for a couple segments. They're funny guys. They were good guests. Kevin and Ben were on. You should listen. I want some killer's flan. That's good. Some killer flan, yeah. <laughs> uh, this is how the interview ended because they were taking calls from listeners <laughs> to give them a prize. And this is one of my favorite things. Okay. All right. What's All right. her name? Her name is Angelina. Angelina. Angelina then. Congratulations, Angelina. Thank you so much. They were happy with your question and unhappy with their own answer. <laughs> yeah. My daughters love your album. So. Thank you so much. Is that a compliment? <laughs> I hope you come around one day. Yeah. That reminds me, I listen to a lot of comedy podcasts. And people who are kind of like B-level stars, they get that all the time. People come up, oh, my husband loves you. Me, I don't see what the appeal is. Kind of a bad kind of compliment. And to give it to Brandon from The Killers, too. Oh, I'd love this was a great day, one of my greatest days in my drop history. Six fifty two time for Showbiz Beat. Oh, legendary singer Andy Williams has passed away at the age of eighty four years. It's <laughs> the Andy Williams video game you can play uh, oh now God. online. Being sound effect tribute to Legendary that. Andy Williams. Oh, eighteen gold, three platinum albums, hit after hit after hit. Moon River, wider than a mile, I'm crossing you in style you have to, uh... someday. That's probably his most famous hit. Uh, he hosted a bunch of TV specials, had a, had a Christmas special every year. For a while there, he was one of the most popular entertainers in America. At the age of 84, Andy Williams has passed away. I would like, on this day... Since we'll never probably hear the story again, I would like Bean to recount for me. <laughs> yep. Oh, come on. His legendary... Yep interaction with singer and this is the best too because it seems like something like this would happen to me more yes but the guy who knows most things yes. has to know everything yes. has to be has to stay current has to stay on top of all and the information loves all music and loves, all old people the loves things. old loves yep. music owns all, all right. the music that's enough set up i would just like to have been recount his interaction the 32nd version of the story is that I was a young punk working in a DC, uh, Washington, D.C. area record store when two older gentlemen came in and said they were looking for some Andy Williams Christmas music on cassette. Very popular format at the time. So I'm scanning the aisles looking for the Andy Williams stuff, and I said, Andy Williams, is that dude even still alive or what? <laughs> and the one guy looks at his friend and says to me, this is Mr. Williams, and he's feeling fine. <laughs> <laughs> 
turns out that they were in town because Andy Williams was performing at the White House for President Mrs. Reagan uh, and wanted to re-familiarize himself with the arrangements on some of his Christmas songs that he was going to be performing at the White House. <laughs> so being, oh, being, being a jerk to Andy Williams. And you know he loves that oh, old man. type of music like Andy Williams. Yeah, especially Christmas music. Yeah, and Christmas music oh, too, exactly. God. So that's how it started. Okay, now the next couple of showbiz beats that you heard that little 8-bit video game death that yeah. was for me. So I sent him a couple of I sent him a bunch of death clips and he happened to use them that day. Well, we're talking about music. American music legend Andy Williams has passed away at the age of 84. Dead, 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 dead. <laughs> wow. Wow, Homer's happy. That's, uh, <laughs> Abe, it's dead. Abe is happy. <laughs> Andy Williams is dead. That's one of the reasons we were talking about Branson, Missouri so much. Well, today. life goes on. Except for you. Means <laughs> touching tribute. Yeah, so I got a video game. I got a Simpsons <laughs> clip, a Futurama clip. I was so happy that day. Oh, trivia question. This is for you, Christopher. For what me. What Simpsons character is obsessed with Andy Williams? What Simpsons character is uh, Is it Smithers? Smithers. Okay, I'm just going to play the clip then. Andy Williams! Oh, Nelson. Yes, we do! My Yes, Nelson Muntz, big Andy Williams fan. I forgot about that. I'm not going to play the whole thing, but the great Paul Shear, who does my second favorite podcast, How Did This Get Made, came into Kevin and Bean. And if, in case you're wondering, why does he watch the Clippers? I just like watching teams lose. There you go. That's why. <laughs> Let's end this boat. They were giving away tickets to No Doubt. No Doubt had a new album coming out, Push and Shove, in 2012. So they did that great contest where they do a montage. So I'm going to play it. Let's see if you guys can figure it out. So it's five songs. One more time. The third one is I'm Just a Girl. You're right. Moon the River. One, <laughs> the one before that is. Well, I'll play it again. Hold on. What's the cover that they do? Uh, da, da, da. How long do you do? I don't uh, think that's it. It's my life. Yeah, see, here's the thing that makes it hard. It's usually on the on a contest, someone will do one or two, get them wrong. So at least you got right. that. And then whoever calls it next has it easier. One right. of them is rock steady, right? Nope. No? Okay. Okay, let's the banana song. <laughs> banana song. Actually, this is harder than you think. Because I remember every time they would do this, I could never get it. And then people would call up and get it like that. And, you know, I I parse clips. I listen to clips. I edit clips. And I'm terrible at this. Uh, do you Is just it my go? humps? <laughs> go for oh, it. that'd be a great. I want to hear a cover of my humps by no doubt. <laughs> okay, we're going to play it one more time. If you can just name one of the other songs, we'll call it a victory. Spiderwebs. Spiderweb is right. That's the last one. Well, let's do a listener called in. And like I said, they didn't have people keep calling in and doing it. Someone just got it and called in. 
It is Bathwater. Yes. Hella good. Yes. Just the girl. Yes. Settle down. Yes. Spiderwick. Nicely. You done. are correct, madam. Wow. Hold on, we're going to give you all the details, but you are going to see No Doubt at the Gibson Amphitheater. You will be in in the the front row. row. I love it. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Hold on, we're going to give you all the details. (laughs) She deserved those tickets. That's a tough game. She she did miss the... She missed... My hump, my hump, my hump. What the hell was that? (laughs) She missed what, Christopher? My hump, my hump, my hump. What the hell was that? Here's what I don't understand. All the years they made fun of Dylan. Oh, sing it like this. And oh. But Gwen Stefani sings the same way. And no, right? Okay, not just me. Okay. No, don't ask Christopher. He hates everything. I'm just a She's girl. fine. I'd rather not be. I mean, <laughs> just kind of always. I'm like, and people love her. And I'm like, I don't get it. And she tries that in, not wrong. She and tries you call to that go back. Oh, to Lindsay's that. on her side. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm the right. outlier on this one. I mean, I like the music. Don't get me wrong, but I mean, yeah. the voice just wasn't there for me. Yeah. She tries to throw back to like that '40s, like uh, old school style, where it was real nasally. Okay. Mm-hmm. But um, I think it's just because she's cute that they let it go. Okay, that's what I figured <laughs> as well. Like <laughs> Psycho Mike go, said. <laughs> before we go, I looked up something from Bean's podcast. Probably my favorite clip. Hey, Katie. <laughs> you go, girl. I, oh. Please don't do that. <laughs> yeah, that well was done. my drop that I got played. I think they played it that one time. So that was my nice. 15 seconds of fame. Oh, man. What else you got, Edwin? That's it. I'm done. I landed my boat. Back to you, Steve. So, Lindsay, say goodnight. <laughs> Good night, everyone. Follow us on all of our socials. That includes threads now. Bye-bye. Boom! Boom! Get the fuck back in your seat! Well It's over, baby! It's over, baby! Well done. That's what we're talking about! It's over. Okay, see you in a second.